Hello and welcome to this, the fifth programme in this series of Faber podcasts to mark the centenary of the birth of England's greatest 20th century composer, Benjamin Britten. In this programme, there is just one question from my three guests. If you could take only one work by Britten to a desert island, which would it be? John Bridcut assessed all of Britten's published works for his book, Essential Britain, so it's not surprising that the question is especially difficult for him. I suppose, like most people, I've often thought about my Desert Island discs. I think I might take Abraham and Isaac, which would be a slightly surprising choice, but I think it is absolutely amazing piece for tenor, alto and piano, and captures so much of Britain's versatility and, and his technique, and is also magical in its expression. It begins with this amazing chord consisting of just two notes but repeated through the octaves of the piano, which is a chord of E-flat, just E-flat and G, and um, represents God. It's a chord that, well, I think he said to Michael Tippett that it was a 64000 well, I don't know if he said $64,000 chord, but it was basically a chord that was going to make him millions there's a truth in that because it, it is an inspired choice but it's very hard to pick that desert island piece I mean of course you, you could have more than one Britain <laughs> I could always go for more than one you know Peter Grimes has to be up there very very high those sea interludes are extraordinary and if if he'd written nothing else his place in British musical history would be secure for those the manhunt in Peter Grimes is one of the most electrifying moments I've ever experienced in the theatre. Seeing that the first time I saw it in, at Covent Garden in 1975 and feeling that the, the chorus of townspeople as they advance shouting Grimes, Peter, you know, Peter Grimes, Peter Grimes, and then just the final word, Grimes, and they advancing down the stage and almost falling into the orchestra pit. That was, you know, real hairs in the back of your neck time. But I'd also pick the third string quartet. <laughs> Who can deny the thrill of hearing the fugue at the end of The Young Person's Guide to the Orchestra and then the, the magical moment when the, when the main theme comes back over the top of it and you see the score now that's been saved for the nation, I'm glad to say, and is in the British Library, and you see that he wrote the whole fugue into the score in pencil from scratch from his head. It wasn't something that was agonised and rubbed out. and It was just there, straight into his short score. I mean, what an amazing mind. It's, it's, only Mozart had ever been like that before. So I think half of your discs are probably going to be Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Next, I turn to composer Colin Matthews, who worked with Britain in his final years. I've said when asked that question before that might be the, the serenade for tenor, horn and strings, because there's something so perfect about that work. I'm not sure I'd change from that position, because it, once you start moving into, into other areas, there's so many other works that, that could be brought in, but that work still never fails to, to move and, and impress me with, with how perfect it is. And finally, Bulgarian-born composer Dobrinka Tabakova, who manages to narrow her choice to one song and a cycle, written by Britain while still in his 20s. Well, because it's just over a minute long, the uh, phrase of Les Illuminations for me in 
the crazy 21st century world that we live in, I'm, I'm just struck by the fact that I've played this to people who are not musicians and they react immediately to the beauty of, of that world, to the fragility, uh, not necessarily knowing French, but you immediately get a sense of what the words are saying. You get this beauty and this almost ethereal, otherworldly sound. I think it's, um, well, it's one of, one of the greatest pieces, I, I feel, and, and I love it dearly. So um, in that one section of it, I think that can be a, a window to a whole world of, of beauty and uh, great care for the human condition. Dobrinka Tabakova. My thanks to her and all my guests in these programmes, Ronald Blythe, John Bridkett and Colin Matthews. There are full details about the many books in Britain published by Faber on the website at faber.co.uk. For the moment, thank you very much for listening and goodbye.